Music talks in different ways. Hi there, I'm Tony Reed. On this year's Spring Festival Gala, China's most watched TV show, a dance performance based on an ancient Chinese painting caused a nationwide sensation. Dressed in bluish-green long skirts with elongated black headwear, the female dance troupe wowed the audience with elegant stage choreography. The performance paid tribute to one of the most famous classical Chinese paintings of all time, titled A Panorama of Rivers and Mountains, which was painted around 900 years ago by an art prodigy named Wang Shi Meng, who finished the masterpiece at the young age of 18. The colors of azurite blue and malachite green dominate the 12-meter-long scroll depicting the beautiful landscape of ancient China. Hence, it's also dubbed the Blue-Green Landscape Painting. By reproducing ancient Chinese aesthetics, the dance drama gave rise to what is called a blue-green cultural craze, drawing more people to the beauty of traditional Chinese culture. Now, the production company of the Poetic Dance, China Oriental Performing Arts Group, has introduced a brand new concert aiming to bring this aesthetic to another level through music. In this episode, Li Bingchuan, music director of the concert, joins us and shares two pieces of the music as a sample, which were showcased during the show's premiere in Beijing this October. Unlike the dance drama that revolves around the classical scroll, Li says the concert goes into further detail than the actual painting. The newly launched concert drew inspiration from the painting, a panorama of rivers and mountains. We hope to depict the scenes on the painting, but it's more than that. We'd like to offer further interpretations on the words blue and green by extending the concept from the original painting technique to the country's lucid waters and lush mountains. The first piece you're about to hear is Thunder Echoes Across the Mountains. What makes it special is that the ancient Chinese musical instrument, called the Ju, which is rarely seen in concerts, makes a surprise entrance.
柱呢，是我们全世界最早的击弦乐器，可以说它非常古老。The jew is believed to be the earliest percussion instrument in the world, with quite a long history. From its appearance, it looks similar to the Chinese zither, the guzheng, but in fact, they are completely different. The guzheng is a plucked instrument. As for the jew, we use a bamboo stick to strike the strings on the right side to make sounds. Was thunder echoes across the mountains, which portrays the scenery of the imposing mountains and majestic peaks. Lee says the Jew instrument used in the performance was the one replicated based on the historical records dating back to some 2,000 years ago. During the Warring States period, a renowned musician named Gao Jian Li played this instrument. Another highlight of the piece, and also throughout the concert, is the fusion of Chinese and Western musical instruments. Traditional Chinese instruments such as the Chinese lute or the pipa, the bamboo flute, and the gu qin, a seven-string plucked instrument, are joined by the trumpet, trombone, and saxophone in this piece. Li says the musical blend is also the hardest part of the whole music composition. Chinese and Western instruments are completely different in musical temperament. 
During the composing process, we wanted to put an emphasis on the Chinese elements of the piece. At the same time, we integrated Western musical elements to make up for some of the shortcomings of our folk instruments. They serve as a prominent supportive role throughout the whole performance. They have added a sense of grandeur to this piece. Li adds that Western instruments help serve the purpose of the composition. Whether the musical instrument originates from China or the West, we aim to present the voice of our people and Chinese symbolism. Coming up next is Phoenix flying over the vast land. This piece features another traditional instrument called the Kong Ho, or the Chinese harp. Li says the ethereal sound of the Kong Ho sparks the imagination of the phoenix soaring through the sky, expressing the reverence for nature. The reason why we chose the Kong Ho as the main instrument in this piece is due to its importance. It's one of the most significant plucked musical instruments in ancient China. Actually, this instrument can be found all around the world. According to our current research, there are over 500 kinds of Kong Ho instruments on record. Speaking of the instrument, Li says it had its heyday during the Tang Dynasty, especially during the reign of Emperor Xianzong, roughly 1200 years ago, who personally was fond of the instrument. But then it declined in the following dynasties and disappeared for more than 300 years before making a comeback in the 1930s. The Kong Ho reappeared after its 300-year disappearance, which also reflects the great rejuvenation of our Chinese nation.
And that was Phoenix flying over the vast land. Lee says that the concert is about to go on a nationwide tour in the near future in the hope of attracting more youth in the realm of traditional Chinese culture and to boost cultural confidence. We hope that through such a poetic concert, our audience and more young people can feel a sense of awe for traditional Chinese culture. As we approach the end of this episode, Li shares another piece of their production that marks the fusion of Eastern and Western musical instruments. The China Oriental Performing Arts Group houses a museum that has collected a wide variety of endowed musical instruments gifted by other countries through cultural exchanges and visits by top leaders since the 1950s. The piece we are about to play is Capriccio on Colorful Clouds, rearranged from the well-known folk music of the southern Guangdong province. We'll have the distinct pleasure of hearing two instruments from Indonesia called gender and saron, which are accompanied by the piano and saxophone. Instruments like gender and saron have similar scale arrangements among some of the oldest musical compositions in China. That is, Gong Shang Jue Zhi Yu, a pentatonic scale, which refers to Do Re Mi Sol La. It mirrored the melody of colorful clouds chasing the moon. That's why we chose that piece for a rearrangement.
and that was Capriccio on Colorful Clouds. And with that, we come to the end of this episode of Music Talks. To hear more from us, be sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. We hope to see you here next time. Bye for now.